I V M. All right, hello and welcome to Football Model. My name is Saru. It's such a bad day to lose your voice and have a really bad throat because this was a day I was looking forward to for the last three years. And it's just come at this moment. And all we're going to talk today about is Mr. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And to talk about him, and I have two sad faces. Or one moderately sad and one very sad. Yes, the moderately sad guy. What's up? It's all good, buddy. Carrick's at the wheel. <laughs> oh God, it doesn't even rhyme properly. <laughs> and then we have Manav, our friend from Hong Kong, who is stayed awake to record this podcast. Manav, you are gutted. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sad that things didn't work out with Ude, but yeah. But you knew this day would come, right? Yeah, but not at the beginning of the season, probably, because the way he ended both the last seasons, I really thought he'd be he'd be able to manage uh, the players for yet another season. But I just think it was the excess burden from the good spend in the transfer market <laughs> this summer, which sort of uh, pushed on to. A similar thing happened to Lampard last year. Just because Lampard had spent so much in the transfer window, the expectations, of course, increased and he was not able to sort of fulfill that. Yes, don't spend money. Keep your manager on. Why is that a bad strategy? Because you'll end up being Arsenal then. <laughs> they're spending so much money now. Yeah, they're spending so much. I mean, they have been spending so much for the last like seven years. I don't know. Yeah. But what went wrong? Yes. Poor guy. You guys hounded him out of the club. No, man. I mean, United fans were with him throughout. He even, even gave an exit interview where he praised the United Dude, let's fans. get to that in some time. My God, that was so embarrassing. What the f***? Why? Why would you do that? But anyway, what went wrong? Why did they lose to Liverpool like so badly? No, but Liverpool is a good good team. You can lose as badly. The problem was losing to Watford this way. I mean, people would argue that's the straw that broke the camel's back. But uh, all the weaknesses were, I mean, up there. He, like his strengths were man management and inspiring uh, the squad to do to play better, etc. But I guess it went stale. Plus, Manav has already mentioned about the big spend and a number of other things coming together, which uh, which like is like Bruno going in on public and telling that we need our coaching staff to upgrade as well. <laughs> no, no, I know. I was referring more towards uh, Maguire and Shaw. It's possibly the final they lost, uh, the Euro final that they lost, or something else, which has just uh, turned them into less than half the players they were last season. Uh, yeah, and a bunch of other bad things like, no, I mean, somehow United or I don't know whether it's always decision, but somehow United have not upgraded in the central midfield area, which is central to most uh, teams' game. Players. No, from what I read, Ole wanted it, but Ole is not the sort of manager. If he doesn't get something, he will basically just like create a scene. We know who we're talking about here. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe he was okay with it, but dude, I mean, it seems I was I heard Mark Ogden say this or something. It seems in the summer mm-hmm. they asked Ole, get any coach you want in the world, like you know, to enhance your coaching team and just like take use of him. And Ole said, I wouldn't do that. I have the best coaching staff available with me. 
which kind of is a man not knowing his own limitations i would assume yeah that's probably true because i mean there was one addition made but maybe that's not senior coaching staff there was a defensive or set piece coach that was added and i have mentioned many times where i don't think mckenna fillin and and carrick were adequate resources at his disposal to augment whatever his ideas were on the pitch and united in in the ferguson era ferguson was a 20th century manager and he had a number of tactically competent people helping him like queros and willenstein and all and this is not the case here clearly oh there was one more thing mana i read i mean i didn't know all of this but it seems solshire was taking the fergy approach of the last years where he used to not take training a lot of times and he used to let carrick and mckenna just get on with things and i think what ole forgot was the first 25 years of fergy's life at united where he was there early in the morning taking training so they, like obviously everything comes out and some things you have to take with a pinch of salt but my question is what the fuck is this club doing <laughs> like it seems they knew that they had to sack him at the end of the liverpool game and they want to appoint an interim manager before a permanent manager and these couldn't even get an interim manager in place while they sacked him yeah i mean <laughs> it's kind of funny and uh, i mean the time at which the spurs game came i, I mean both the clubs were at a, such a similar situation i see see very frankly if you are sacking a manager mid season especially a club of this size who is competing for the top 4 who has been in the top 4 for the last couple of years you need to have a plan in place for example when spurs sacked nuno i am 100% sure that levy and that uh, paratici the italian guy yeah they would have had conte on the phone agreed at least verbally only yes. then they would have sacked no no yes that is why he came joined fighters later correct and here in this case when they sacked ole you knew there was no plan <laughs> and and another thing is it was end of september when we lost that game to aston villa at home and it has been going only downhill since then so you would expect the board to have at least one backup plan in mind so another problem plan, is their backup plan was hire carrick as interim before you appoint the real interim and while you're searching for the proper one exactly so now even if so that statement which they've released after the sacking of solshire clearly means that at best you are going to get a, uh, a if i can, if i have to draw a parallel then a chelsea equivalent of goose hiding right even you are not <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tuchel was given a 18 month contract right yes. when he signed but now no if somebody signs for united he'll be given only a 6 month contract huh is what the statement says so you cannot even approach somebody like well as per the statement even if what rumors are saying even if pochettino wants to come you will not give pochettino a 6 month contract right Mm, you make interesting points. Yes, have you written yeah. to info@manchesterunited.com? No, I mean, who sends emails these days? Yeah, you have to tweet it out. Why don't you tweet them? I ready. Yeah, my name is here. I will do it. <laughs> And I will. But but I, I think they prefer Carrick to me. I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, what do you make of Paul Scholes taking 
like abusing Carrick and McKenna for not resigning on their own. But this is not an original point. People have been saying this for a while. This is whatever. I, I, what I'm, I'm, su- I'm surprised that uh, Carrick played alongside Scholes for so many years and he's decided to uh, be so harsh toward them. Who is a better point. friend? God knows. But possible, it has to be Ole because they met much earlier in life. Exactly. So, that's how it is. Now, if you, me and Mano fight, I will take your side, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, what Thanks is the for the heads up. <laughs> so, just don't fight with yes, Mano. That's all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they asked Karik after the match against Villarreal yesterday. Achha. Paul Scholes mm. has abused you so much. And Carrick is it's like amazing how this the biggest one of the biggest clubs in the world works. Carrick says, I called Solskjaer and I like kind of got his blessing that I should like, you know, take care of the team and everything. Like, what the <laughs> f is going on? Why is Solskjaer giving blessings? And let's club with that, his exit interview. Mano, why would you ask the fired manager to give exit interview on the website? What is going on, man? That clearly means you want to hire him again after 10 years. So, you just you just want to end on an emotional note. I mean, all over social media, all the minded fans, stop cutting onions, this, that. I mean... What? <laughs> what is this? I don't know. Uh, it, it, yes, it, it, it was funny stop cutting and, onions? It was funny and emotional at the same time. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but come on, yes, come on. At some point, the sense had to prevail at somewhere, no? Why are you taking exit interviews like this? First of all, you fired yeah. the guy. I think let him mourn in peace. Why are you making him cry for views? No, the only thing I, I don't know. He again, might have it might have been his his idea to do this interview rather than you know go out the back door or something, as he said. Huh? So go out and then come to Sky Sports a month later and say whatever you have to say. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. This is just possibly so Ole wants to have a better, uh, I mean, keep his relationship with United fans yeah. because he was being yeah, United I mean, it, it, it guy forever. Pre, it would have been a pre-agreed thing that at least the image of Ole as a legend of the club should not get ruined because of this. But it won't. Why would it get ruined? I don't know. That's probably their opinion. So, yeah. Okay. And one more thing about this. Oh God, I even forgot. Yes, I was listening on another podcast. It seems Harry Maguire, after the 4-1 loss to Watford, went out to party and celebrate his dad's birthday and his entire family was posting pictures on social media. Like, And the point was like, is there no one competent in the club say, Ki boss, you do whatever the f*** you want. Can you get your family to not post shit like celebrations? <laughs> Jeez, did the shambles that this is. Anyway, so Darren Fletcher hasn't come and said anything yet. So should we take that he's still the director of football or it's just a decorative role? I, I, could, I couldn't care less. No, obviously you couldn't care less. But why, why is the club hiring just random people and keeping them on payroll if they don't have anything to do? No, it's no they, they must have a lot of things to do, is, man. Like, he's the director of football. Isn't one of his jobs to get an interim manager? No, he's director of football operations, I think. I don't think <laughs> he's... <laughs> what is that? Like, ball no, the, mo- the, the more The more uh, words you use in your title, the lower in the, the in the rung you are in a company. So, he's just a pencil pusher and uh, some guy to put out a statement at some point of time. This is an important time for Manchester United. So, there's no point Fletcher doing anything. 
Chhod. I I am actually quite sad. Poor guy Ole. I mean, the I day we signed a ex player as a director of football, we were sure there is no hope. He's yeah, there's but nothing. I, I he, just he's just out, he's director of football operations, so maybe yeah, he like and, and, books busting kinds just, of things. And he's similar to Phil Jones on the field, who is technically not never on the field. So <laughs> <laughs> why can't Cristiano Ronaldo make some calls for like interim managers? I'm sure he's good at it, no? No, he would rather say मुझे ही बना दो यार. Or like among all this doom and gloom, what has happened is Michael Carrick has taken over. He placed McFred, but I think he rests Luke Shaw, right? Yep. Luke Shaw, I think he got a no. concussion in the last match. Yeah. yeah. So in the dying minutes, so that's mm-hmm. why he was he couldn't play in the midweek. Sure. Let's. So he rested that. Bruno. The bigger thing was Ole rested Bruno and played Van der Beek. Sorry, Carrick played. <laughs> I'm still not over that. <laughs> why couldn't why could Carrick keeps talking a lot to Ole during the match? Why couldn't he say this to Ole at some point in the last six weeks? Why <laughs> Bruno for rest? Kar de. <laughs> just just imagine looking at Carrick. Do you think he's kind of the guy who just walk up to his technically his boss and say, "Yar, tu ye mat kar, ye kar, ye mera suggestion." He doesn't even look like that guy. He seems no. so come on, so such a soft guy. He seems Carrick. Well, he and McKenna fired two managers, so they're not very soft. <laughs> they are very very competent people. They have got two managers fired. That's the different thing. Yeah. So yes, why couldn't Carrick just tell this to Ole? Keep I rest Bruno. We have Van der Beek. But that, because possibly that was not a very good idea. I mean, for the first seventy minutes when Bruno was not on the pitch, United were easily the second best team on the pitch. Really? I yeah. Didn't, I I didn't watch the game. So I mean, Dehaya pulled off a couple of miraculous saves, and United had I don't know thirty percent or or below that possession. It was just Villarreal all through, and. Uh, Towards the end, it just United managed to slice them open a couple of times when Bruno came on the pitch, mm. and yeah, I mean Ronaldo inevitably scored a goal and a second goal uh, where uh, uh, Jadon Sancho scored. Sancho, Sancho scored his uh, first step. Was a was a brilliant great. goal. Yes, yeah, something. So yeah, so th- did they play him on the right? Yes. 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 Sometimes you have to just do the common sensical things, and I think people just got up. And even I think uh, Jadon Sancho's cross for the only goal we scored against Watford mm-hmm. was amazing. So he yeah. crossed a beautiful cross into Ronaldo, who was at the far post, who just sort of passed it on with his head to uh, Van der Beek. Oh yeah, end of week is now emerging. Okay, anyway, who's going to be appointed interim? Yes, what are the rumors saying? I heard oh, the, 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 Valverde. Yeah, Valverde is a strong uh, favorite right now for some reason, and I think the reason is that he's out of a job and being a Barcelona coach for three years holds him in good stead for this sort of thing. And he might agree to that short contract which United are offering, and I, I don't think he's a he's a bad choice at all. Yeah, I actually quite like Valverde. He's a decent coach. The only thing is, yeah. maybe he just doesn't know what to speak to Harry Maguire. <laughs> so yeah, nobody does actually. And what's up with Poch, Mana? Poch is supposedly under massive pressure under PSG, and he's like, "Oh God, I can't take this title-winning pressures on me. I need a club which doesn't give me such pressures." 
See, United are not going to pay a severance fee for an interim manager. This I am sure of. No, but if they, they would rather be on a two and a half year contract. Yeah, but no, I don't think so. What? United might consider signing Pochettino if he gets sacked first by PSG. I don't think they they are going to pay the severance pay to anybody in this world right now. Yes, yeah. What is this? Give me some rumors. Dude, I, I think everything uh, depends on what uh, the great Zinedine Zidane does. If he's ready to yeah. manage PSG right now, then they'll kick Poch out and Poch will be jobless and United can then grab him. So, Zidane basically... So, yeah, today... Oh, so, they need an excuse to sack him. Today, they're playing Manchester City. This might be an excuse right. if they get slapped. Go, Pep. And, Come on. And, and there's a chance that PSG may be knocked out of group stages. Really? Yeah. You mean Neymar, Messi, Mbappe will play I mean, in Europa? <laughs> I mean, of course, the uh, it depends on the other results on the group also. But yeah, there is a possibility. Okay, so basically, Poch is not coming. Zidane, I think, wants the French national team job. He's waiting for Deschamps to fuck up in the next World Cup and probably take that. And he doesn't, he genuinely doesn't want to move away from Madrid. He has his house there settled. I think he wants to just lead a chilled out life. I don't think Manchester yeah. or PSG is like too much for him. No, but I mean, he doesn't have to learn another language if he goes to Paris. Not Paris to Madrid isn't that far. It's, he'll manage that. Nice. If, if it comes to. I don't think there is any sort of, if I have to look from a sort of a recruiter, recruiting point of view, I don't think there are many job opportunities for Zidane in Spain, other than Madrid. That yeah, also, but yeah, he doesn't so. want them. You're not getting the point. He only wants the French national team job. Yeah, but I don't know. Dischamps, I don't know. You're talking like he's some soft senior software engineer from Infosys that is desperate to look out for job. He's not, dude. He's but the French national team is still one year away, right? He can... Right. I don't know. Huh? So, in between, he'll get PSG. Because the World Cup is team. not in the summer, right? It's, it's, it's in, the in the winter. Yeah. Deschamps yeah. is not... I mean, France qualified. So, Deschamps is not going to get sacked. Huh, not till then. So, maybe he'll just win PSG or Champions League in May. Wait yeah. to resign. Wait for Deschamps to get sacked. <laughs> and just go there. Yeah, he anyways knows how to win Champions League from mid-season. Yeah. Uh, dude, all in all, a very sad day. I can see it on both your faces. You guys didn't want it to come here. But... As from Frank Lampard experience, I can tell you that this day was inevitable. It just came too too long away. They shouldn't have should even given him contract after Paris only. I hope Rio Ferdinand... Come on, Sarli. Yeah, he, he finished third and second after that contract with the team he had. That is definitely an achievement. Had we won that penalty shootout against Villarreal... I'm not even blaming him for penalty shootout, dude. One mistake and people are dissecting it so much. That's not even the point, no? But I don't think he was ever equipped to handle Manchester United. No, but see, there's a different thing. And I would draw a sort of a comparison with the Australian cricket team. Everybody (laughs) talks about Justin Langer and Tim Payne not being the right people, etc. And I'm not trying to bring in in the T20 World Cup win at all. The crisis in which Australian cricket team were after the Cape Town scandal. It's it's a two-step process to become a champion. First, you need somebody to pull you out of that mess and bring you to ground level. Which Justin Langer and Tim Payne have done brilliantly well. They are not the right people to take it forward to 
to make them a championship winning team similar to manchester united they were in a mess when mourinho left you needed a guy like ole to bring them to ground level but ole is not the person who will win you championships yeah, but ole so you need somebody the, else ole left them in the same position as mourinho left them Six. no no Six. position doesn't matter but the squad and everything the quality of players the quality of team and the bonding within the squad is still good enough yeah that's because mourinho like ole told luke shaw you're a good guy Mourinho lost the dressing room. Ole didn't lose the dressing room. So what happens to Paul Pogba? Is he still going? What's the scene? He did he even thank Ole on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> If he stays now, I'd be very surprised. He has to go. I mean, signing a, a contract extension after November does not make any sense. So that's fine. Especially he, when you don't know who Ole the next man is. Let me check. What did he say? <laughs> I know Harry Maguire said you brought me to the club. You're a good guy, and all of that. And Even uh, Ronaldo posted a picture, but he didn't sort of thank him much. He was like, "You were a player uh, with me. I st- uh, started playing at Manchester United when you were here. Now you have coached me also something, something on those lines." It was not like you are going to miss me or something. I mean, I am going to miss you or something. There is no post by Paul Pogba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, he he at least hasn't uh, put up a cryptic. Uh, Almost uh, making fun of type post as he did for Mourinho, but he put a post called CryptoDragons dot com. It is cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he posted "Well done, boys!" to the Will Big yesterday. Anyway, <laughs> oh, is that why crypto is going down from the last few days? God, you guys are such anti Pogba. Anyway, let's get done with Ole. The chapter is done and dusted. I mm-hmm. think next year we'll be back at Molde. <laughs> and he will rejoin his friend and start buying players and taking fifty percent commission when they sell him. So, Ole has a good life. It's okay. Let's not worry too much about him. Let's take a break right now. I, you guys saw some football right over the weekend. As you know, I was very busy. <laughs> so I am like hoping you guys have seen some good football. So we'll talk about it when we come back from yeah. the break. All right. Welcome back to Football Twaddle. I want to start with only one thing. Yes, our club hired a manager. He got yes. COVID, and then we <laughs> some we drew three three with Brentford, which is a good result given that yeah. at least we didn't lose. But what the f- man? Why is bad luck striking our club? It's okay. I think all the bad luck should uh, be exhausted in the first few days, then first few weeks rather, and then we'll be fine. Is what? That's all you have to say. Are you not like going to moan about it, cry about it? No, no. I, I mean, and hire an interim manager. Times. Hire an interim manager for the time that Eddie Howe has COVID. Manav, <laughs> please don't make fun of our elite club like this. <laughs> We have a plan. <laughs> what? Uh, what does? How does January look for your club? Who are the? Who is the club linked with in January transfer window? No, more than that, I think. I think they are actually looking at relegation as a serious possibility. Mm. And dude, genuinely, if you hear Amanda's interview or the club thing, they ask the question, like we are not in a good position. She said yes, and none of us have been in a situation where something we own or a club we own is going to get relegated or something. One of the other things we like about Eddie is he knows how to manage tough situations. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how much they're going to spend, but they have to spend. But the good thing, yes, is yeah. 
Jamal, Lasers, Joe Linton, Alan, Shane, Maximo, all of them all score. Of them Our big boys are going for it now. Yes, that's true. I mean, it was a. I don't think the club would have done this before the takeover. They clearly would have bottled this situation when they were go when they had gone uh, a goal down in the 61st minute. So yeah, so the best player that we have, Alan Sen Maximan, scored the equalizer in the 75th minute, and that was good. Yeah, and they could have won it also with some luck, mm. but that still puts Newcastle on 20th position. And <laughs> yes, why? When? When? Can you give a date in which we'll have our first victory? No, first victory will be it. Who are we playing next week? Newcastle. Oh, we are playing the Arsenal. Arsenal, I don't think so. Maybe the the which one... revolution is going to win? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. We we play our bitter uh, rivals Norwich on first December. That will be the day. Yeah, yeah. That's an easy victory. Mm. I can just see it. Yeah, going by Mano's two-step process of hiring an interim to clean out the mess and then hiring a real guy to do the job. Future Arsenal manager Patrick Vieira, Mano. Do you like him? He's been getting some results. They're playing attacking football and all stuff, all the stuff. Yeah, I mean, he was in the top four also. I think. I mean, some some top half of the table last time. So and of course that victory against Manchester City came out of almost nowhere, and that that really helped them those three points. And of yeah. course, the, their performances have also been good. There was a statistic. I think uh, Christian Benteke has scored uh, more goals than. I think uh, I'm forgetting the name, but uh, he was being named in the elite players who have scored around I think 85-90 goals in the Premier League now. Christian Benteke. Yeah, but Benteke yeah. has been around for a long time, yeah. no? Yeah, but he still somehow goes under the radar. No, no. We should no, talk about because, Premier League strikers. That's because he played for Liverpool. Anyone who is yeah. touched by Anfield is just burnt. <laughs> yeah, ask like, Andy Carroll. Yeah, look at Andy Carroll didn't even want to leave Newcastle boss. They forced yeah. him to go to Liverpool. And yeah, poor I guy know. just like that. look at Gerard, even he had to slip. Like like no one's left. <laughs> Only Salah is the one good guy from Liverpool. But yeah. Crystal Palace like gave three goals against Burnley. I think Burnley scored like six goals in the season and they scored three that day. So it seems like a good thing. Um <laughs> uh, Manchester City and Chelsea, yes, they are relentless. What the? F- no, but some someone has to be at the top of the title, leading the charge, right? So, <laughs> it it is these two teams who have or are of great quality, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy this result happened, other because Brendan was getting linked to Manchester United. I hope uh, <laughs> this result sort yeah. of dissuades uh, any. Come on, Oi, if you are to choose between Brendan and Poch, those are your choices. Who do you go oh. Poch, dude, easily. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know football. <laughs> but yeah, I saw the I saw the Chelsea Leicester match, and the highlight in the match for me was Conte's goal. I mean, what a goal was that! Dude, I, I mean, but Conte never expected f- him to shoot from there. That also big foot. Even even he didn't expect him to shoot <laughs> from, from there, and that is why in the next match he had to be substituted after 28 minutes because his <laughs> foot couldn't take it. <laughs> He's like gone for toss. Mano Arsenal, I thought was going to take a point at least against uh, no. Liverpool, uh-huh. and then supposedly Arteta just like lost his mind, and that's the reason Liverpool won. 
Yeah, I think Ateta and Klopp had some sideline touchline. You think you have seen that also. award? <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't. I mean, as far as I can remember, since it's been now three, four days since that match. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but I mean, Liverpool were just too good on the day. But do you think yeah, that fight, fight is the reason they won Liverpool? As our another contributor Azim seems to think so. No, no man, it's. it's it's fun to tease Arsenal fans like that, but yeah. I, I think that had little to do with the result. I mean, Liverpool were much yeah. better. As I mentioned in previous week's podcast, I felt that Liverpool has go- are going to put Arsenal in their place. Mm. Okay, who has been your favorite? Okay, I, I, I have no. the Christian Benteke stat here. Christian hmm. Benteke now has 86 Premier League goals, more than Fernando Torres, Luis Saha, and Eden Hazard. He is just one Premier League goal behind Dennis Bergkamp and just two Premier League goals behind Cristiano Ronaldo. Sure. If that <laughs> doesn't fire up Cristiano Ronaldo, I don't know what will. <laughs> I mean, the last thing which sort of tried to... sort of The last player who tried to get into his nerves was Andros Townsend with that celebration at uh, Old Trafford. Yeah. Oh, dude, but I can't believe it. Cristiano scored only 87 goals at Old Trafford. Yeah, because he used to primarily play as a season or something. No, no, he used to play primarily as a winger. Uh, 42 goals came in a single season in which he won the Ballon d'Or, but that was all competition. So Premier League would be even lesser. He only has one. He only has one hat trick in uh, Premier League. That also against your beloved club. Newcastle. Newcastle. I know. <laughs> it's okay. Those times were different. Ask him to try to yeah. score now. <laughs> and then we'll see. Uh, yes, who has been your player of the week? We're going to have only two because I genuinely haven't seen anything. So. I'm going to say Donny van der Beek for scoring the last goal in Ole's career as a manager because I mean, the I, just the irony of it is just... So, is it like the condolence goal? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, take this. <laughs> now you don't select me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Poor guy. But Van der Pick has been playing well, no? Whenever he's come on. Yeah, he's been decent. But he has barely come on. So yeah, he's, 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 he's not played much. So, the jury is still out there. He obviously yeah. has uh, much better ball control than uh, people like Fred and McTominay. So, he looks good. On, he's like easy on the eye. But I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't hasn't made that much impact on many other games. Yeah, I remember Baru once telling on the podcast about some Arsenal players. He says, we want our players to be injured because then we live in hope that <laughs> And when they come back from injury, they realize how shit they are. <laughs> like, so, they, like, we don't mind people being injured. It always gives you hope. So, Van Der Beek is one of that guys. Yeah. Mana, who, who, who stood out for you? I think uh, N'Golo Kante. I mean, that goal, I, I just love that goal. From Coming from a midfielder, I mean, being a Man United fan, I have not seen a midfielder score that goal in like ages. So yeah, N'Golo Kante will be the player of the week for me. Alright, quickly moving on. Yes, your game yeah. to look forward to? The game to look forward to. Come on, just say it. Chelsea versus Manchester United. <laughs> the new <laughs> era has begun. Yeah, okay, let's go for Chelsea as a Manchester United. Yeah, and Chelsea have considered only what five goals this season. Like United right? haven't appointed uh, the, the next manager so far because they don't want him to have the pressure of the Chelsea game, I think. 
No, yeah. if they had appointed him by Thursday, Friday, also he wouldn't have taken charge on Sunday. He would have watched the game from stands and he would have like, yeah. He would have mm, done that. So. Who cares? The name the name gets associated with the club, right? At that point. Manav, so that game's yeah. gone. So what, yeah. what's your prediction, by the way, yes, for that? I think 2 nil. For a 2 0 win for Chelsea, I think it will be. It's a stamp. Yes. Bit, so. My second favorite club among the top 10 <laughs> in England. <laughs> I think it will be a 3 1 win to Chelsea. Come on, you guys are so pessimistic. I have a feeling it's going to be one of those dodgy 1 0 penalty games which Christian is going to score. And <laughs> oh, I, expect, I expect a lot of chat on WhatsApp. Isn't Anthony <laughs> Taylor the referee for that game? Yeah, but <laughs> people moan so much about this one guy, man. It's, uh, oh, no, no, dude. It's not people. It's the rabid fans that we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mano, what's your game yeah. to watch? I think City versus West Ham will be an interesting one. Yeah, this City. Moyes, Moyes tends to do well away from home in the big grounds ever since he has. Except that one season at Man United. <laughs> he has done well. That was a very uh, big ground, big not ground big ground. ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I think that would be a good game. City versus West Ham. Oh, mm. yeah. Talking about David Moyes, I didn't realize he had one trophy with Manchester United, the Community Shield. Yeah. So, his yeah. start was like amazing. Yeah. Was it uh, Swansea or Wigan? I, I don't really care. I just not saw him lift the Community Shield, so… Yeah. Oh, actually, it was Wigan, yeah. It was Wigan. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those clubs. Oh, Wigan of Roberto Martinez after they won FA Cup and got relegated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, although so. Martinez had moved on to Everton by then. Yeah, but we know he, we know he's what he's done. Yeah, <laughs> we remember. <laughs> All right, I am going to watch. So, guess who was the man of the match in that community sheet final? Okay, say it while I'm thinking what you Michael Carrick. Oh. <laughs> it's a vicious circle. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, I think I'll watch Norwich versus Wolves. Achai yoga. <laughs> and whatever, it's just a random game. And I think it's a no pressure game. The WhatsApp yeah. chat also will be quiet. What's, what's happening with your other uh, love child, Saruvia, Atletico? Oh. Atletico, they won, no, finally, on the weekend. So they are on the okay. fourth. They are on the fourth position, and okay. they are basically three points. See, Atletico is fourth with twenty-six points, and they are four points below Real Madrid. So okay. yeah, but uh, yeah, they are okay. They're playing quite bad. And I don't think, I think Simeon is time. He's just like underutilizing all of them. Mm. And But the one other game, if you don't want to watch the Norwich one, is Real Madrid versus Sevilla. Oh, that will be a good one. Yeah, I think we'll somehow drag Yes to watch that game somewhere. <laughs> and Manu, what time is yeah. it in Hong Kong? No. <laughs> 11.30. Oh, have you met the Rabbit United fans of Hong Kong? Mm, no, man. Everyone's a Liverpool fan here somehow. No, that can't be true. No, there are just so many of them. Really? Yeah. I thought it's full of Liverpool fans. That is quite surprising. I thought Manchester yeah. United so, would be the. Yeah, so, I, I, so I've seen a lot of people wearing Man United jerseys and jackets. 
I just tried talking to them also, but they didn't seem to know which jacket they were wearing. So. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yes, are you also randomly accosting people wearing your club's jerseys on in the streets of Matunga and asking <laughs> what club is this? I assume they are well-versed with the lore. Alrighty, guys. Take care. Alright. Bye, yes. Bye-bye. And Bye-bye. Bye, Mano. And take care, guys. It's a new beginning. The Carrick time is now on. So, yeah. another two and a half years of this. It will be so much fun. Right. Take care. Bye-bye.